0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's
1: give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 118 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I'm the mother of a five-year-old. I've also been hanging around the video game industry for a pretty long time. And... Looks like I'm going to be joining the Geek Embassy soon. We're super yes. excited about that. Yay. Um, I am joined by Regina McMenemy, who is the mom of a three-year-old and is... Or is, it, is it editor-in-chief that you call yourself? The Geek Embassy? Uh, I say executive editor.
0: Executive editor. Executive, Geek editor. Geek executive editor. Executive yeah. editor. That's fancy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> For and, self-appointed titles, it goes pretty far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, and then also joined by Stephen Deutzman, who is editor and founder of engagedfamilygaming.com and the father of three kids. Hey, Stephen. My,
2: my uh, designated title is editor-in-chief. Oh, That's okay. what I call myself. Okay. But also owner.
0: Okay. Yeah, I say founder. Yeah, Executive that's, that's what it's I fine. say, too.
1: Founder. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you were at PAX Unplugged, Steven. I Yeah. And so one thing I want to just bring up really quickly is your wife posted this on Facebook. This picture of your daughter in tears... Because she thought you were going to be bit by a vampire because you were in Pennsylvania. Because uh, she
2: thought it was Transylvania. Like, yes. Right. <laughs>
1: it was like- she
2: was very upset <laughs> that I was going to get bit by a vampire bat and turn into a vampire. So that was pretty Aww. cute. Yeah. It was pretty cute. <laughs> It's kind of terrifying, like what it was like to be in her world for that <laughs> for that brief moment in time. Yeah. It's kind of the, the I felt the same way about her that I feel about like flat earthers. Like you know, like what kind of a horrifying world do you live in? Yeah. Um, but she got over it for a moment, and then my wife showed her on the map that Transylvania is actually very far away, and Pennsylvania was rather close because I drove there in one day. And yeah. she goes, oh, "Okay, so it would have taken many days for him to get there." <laughs> yes, and then everything was fine. Nice.
0: Oh. Learning—it's a good learning opportunity. Yeah, yep,
2: she learned some geography. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, how was Pax Unplugged? Is that um,
2: a good time. Yes.
1: You had to think it about. It needs that? work. Oh, um, okay. No,
2: no, it needs work.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: It's their first one. There were some growing pains, Um, as one would expect. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen again.
1: Yeah.
2: So. um it was it was good. I played some good games. I made some good connections. I think the event itself needed some work. Uh-huh. Um, it did not help that the event was being held the same weekend as the Philadelphia Marathon. <laughs> oh. So that was an interesting cross-section of humanity, yeah, like that's... a bunch of board game nerds and a <laughs> bunch of marathon runners. Um, so I've never been to a Panera Bread where they literally ran out of bread. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my life. Um <laughs> So uh, yeah, it was a, it was interesting, yeah. but it was a I mean it was a great experience. I got to play Stuffed Fables, uh, okay. which I'm is so
0: jealous. Pr-
2: definitely my most anticipated so board jealous. game of the year. And
0: are you writing Regina's that down, a, Regina? I'll find my notes here. I'll make a um, subsection for board games.
2: But Regina knew that already I knew so that she already didn't she didn't about. really need to put it in notes um yeah. the 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 elevator pitch for stuffed fables because you may even care about it Nicole okay. is um, it is a miniatures like role playing game type thing where uh-huh. you play as a little girl's stuffed animals
1: uh-huh. who
2: come to life at night to protect her and her belongings from creepy crawly things picture the bad guy like the the like the, the the toys that that bad kid makes in toy story yeah like those things um and so you have to protect them so like there are four characters right now one of them is her mom's old stuffed rabbit and so it's all like a grizzled war veteran Aww. um and so that by itself whatever you know like the idea is the girl it's her first night in a big girl bed oh, so okay. the um so the grizzled war veteran who's been through all this before is like okay guys she's not under the protection of the magical walls of her crib anymore so you need to be ready to go to war and they're like what are you talking about everything's going to be fine and then like demon spiders show up and try and steal all her stuff and then we beat the crap out of them what's cool about this game and what makes it unique and what is in two years at Gen Con, we're going to see at least two or three dozen of these games get announced, um, is it uses this thing called an adventure book, which is essentially, um, it's a choose-your-own-adventure book where it's in a spiral-bound thing where Mm -hmm. on the left side of the page is the game map, which may or may not be a grid or for a miniatures combat or some other representation. Mm -hmm. In some cases, it's just a key art because all you have is a role-play scenario. And on the right-hand side is the Dungeons and Dragons adventure text where it gives you text to read for the story and mm. the rules. And so you can have an entire encounters that are built around one rule that never matters anywhere else. And you don't have to put it in a rule book. You literally just put that rule on that, that page, page yeah. and it's there, which is super cool. The book yeah. is super thick. So there's lots of different ways to go through it. Um, we played through the first two pages, and at the end of the second page, they gave us three different potential outcomes. One of them we could choose to do, and two of them were driv- were determined entirely by our performance in there. Mm-hmm. So... If if on page 2 you get three different options um we know that it's just going to get wild from there. So yeah. um the miniatures were cool, the the combat is neat cuz it's all uh you're pulling dice out of a bag and the different colored dice do different stuff. Super rad. Um if you go to the engagefamilygaming.com Instagram, so that's instagram.com/engagefamilygaming, you're going to see all sorts of pictures. I posted a bunch of them. Um, I am so hype for that board game, like, you don't even understand. Um, I interviewed Jerry Hawthorne, the the designer, uh-huh. on my podcast, um, and he got me even more hype. Uh, this is just, it's going to be great, and that adventure book mechanic is going to take over the freaking world. There's, I mean, it's going to be awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Pax Unplugged was good. I didn't get to eat a Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia, though. Mm.
1: Well, you know what? The Philly cheesesteaks, in it's really funny because like there are like two versions of Philly cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. So there's one that you would think of like with the provolone cheese and the onions and the peppers and mushrooms and all that kind of stuff. But there's also a Philly cheesesteak that is just the meat and cheddar cheese. So it's really weird. Yeah. yeah, There are like two, um, two types of cheese, uh, cheesesteak. <laughs> And I didn't I get know. to have
2: either of them right. because at, for a city. Yeah. Because we were like in a city, everything closed at 6 o'clock or 7. Yeah. Which was super weird because like when we were in L.A., everything was open basically 24 hours. Yeah. And I was like, hey, and when I'm in New York, everything yeah. is open forever. And I'm like, yeah. this is Philadelphia. It's got to be. Nope. Apparently, it's basically Hartford. Oh. <laughs> And I don't even think the two of you guys know where Hartford is. So I know uh, where Hartford
1: yeah, is. I know where I it, is. it was yeah.
2: I wasn't making Hartford's oh. definitely not in New York. Hartford is oh, the capital yeah. of Connecticut. She said she but. lived
1: in New York. Uh, so she <laughs> was, you know, she was oh, in she that was area in to know. Yeah. Where I was <laughs> really
2: not making. I knew you guys knew where Hartford was. I was really <laughs> just making fun of Hartford. Um, okay. I knew you guys actually knew because okay. it's the capital of Connecticut. At some point, you had to learn the capitals of the states. Yeah. Um, so, but. It it was weird, but what are you going to do? I got food at a Starbucks because apparently the Starbucks was open until 11, but the Hard Rock Cafe closed at 10. I don't know,
1: dude. Yeah, it's weird. It's like that. Um, Actually, it was pretty much like that in London as well. Like everything closed really early, like especially on Sunday. Like everything was closed really early. It was kind of weird. So. um, Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, It
2: It was a good show, though.
1: Cool. You met you met Jody.
2: <laughs> I did meet Jody. Yeah. <laughs> and we took a picture and sent it to you. Yes. Um she's intense. Spoilers. I know she she
1: talks. <laughs> she's pretty intense. She, she talks and talks and talks and talks.
2: She didn't really have a chance to do that while we were at the show because she was super busy. Yeah. But like I couldn't find her because I cuz no one ever like I didn't I've never seen a picture of
1: her ever. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So Like I was in the general vicinity of where she was and there were a bunch of women. So I knew she wasn't like the big bearded guys. So that 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 narrowed it down for you. That narrowed it down. But then like I didn't want to walk up to like some random woman and be like, by the way, are you Jody? That's just weird. (laughs) So I was like, how am I gonna find this out? So I was gonna like wait like off to the side and see if she had a name tag on. But she didn't. Right. None of them did. Yeah. And so I was, I, for, then I waited like nearby, like messing around with my phone to see if one of them would call her name. Didn't happen. And so <laughs> then I sent you a picture or I asked you for, to send I me know, a picture. And I
1: didn't check it.
2: <laughs> and you didn't check it in time. <laughs> and then another one of the people was like, oh, Engage Family Gaming, do you know Jody?" And I was like, no, but, but I'm supposed but to meet her the, here. Yeah. Could you get her for me? And she's like, "Yeah, she's literally right there." And I'm like, "Oh!" And it turned out that it was the woman that I was looking at the whole time. So it was fine. Nice. We had a yeah. soup. We had a soup. She's super nice, but yeah. she kept wanting. She kept texting me at like 10:30 at night. Hey, come to the convention center. We're here until midnight. Do an open play. I'll totally teach you Fallout. And I'm like, "Bro, I'm old. <laughs> I can't do that."
1: Yeah, I'm no, already in my once, hotel
2: room working.
1: Once she gets into convention mode, it's she will play 24 hours and try to get you to come play. That's just her convention mode. Um, but she also, like, she's the personality of someone who will invite anybody to everything. So, like, yep. she met somebody new, like, two days before her birthday and invited them to her birthday parties. That's the type of person that she is. So, I'm well, not
2: surprised. she determined... She determined that being that I am your friend, ostensibly, yes. that means that um, I am automatically her friend. Yes. So she had five minutes of phone conversation, and was like, "Hey, if you ever come to Seattle and you don't want to stay with Nicole, you could stay with me." And I was like, <laughs> "If I don't want to stay with Nicole, I could, I could stay in a hotel. I'm sure there's one. It's fine." I don't need to intrude. Yeah, that's
0: just cause you don't know how expensive hotels are in Seattle yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got the, I, I saw the bill for the hotel in the downtown Philadelphia. It was probably approximately as bad.
0: Yeah. Depending yeah. on the season. Seattle yeah. can get really expensive.
2: On a weekend yeah. with the with a giant convention and yeah. the Philadelphia Marathon, they jack those things up. At least yeah. I assume.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, still, right. it was still funny. I was talking to Isaac, and I'm like, you know what? Looks Steven's gonna meet Jody in person before he's even met me in person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to fix this. We have to yeah. have a time where all three of us can be in the same place same, at the same know, time. Exactly, because I haven't <laughs> met
1: Regina in person. I know I met we haven't met, yeah, we met Isaac. Because I was like, you. I was sort of like counting on you coming to Geek Girl
0: Con, but right. they're like no, I'm like, Man. And then that fell through. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in yeah. Geek Girl Con next year. <laughs> yes, cool. So, we're going to th- pitch a Game
1: of Thrones panel. Yes. I'm let's all in that. on that. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Can I
2: be on your Game of Thrones panel? I'll just sit off to the <laughs> side like, and, like, make sarcastic you're comments just the whole cackle. time. cackle. Now, the problem is I would never do that at a panel because then there would be a riot. Right. <laughs> like, the...
0: Well, the I was negative,
2: trying, like, the troll color commentator would not go well.
0: I was trying to mm-hmm. think of how we could do it with you doing it in character somehow. And so I was trying to think <laughs> if we could dress you up as Tyrion somehow and get you, like, you know, the scar across the face and we'll give you a goblet of red wine and you can just, like, drink and, and like, I drink and I know things, you know, or something <laughs> like Except that.
2: Except for the fact that I don't know things because well, I don't, don't watch you just the show. Need to say
0: that line because...
2: Yeah, I know that line. That line I know because internet. So anyway, video (laughs) games?
1: Yes. Well, let's go on to video games. So we talked a lot last week about Star Wars Battlefront Two and its huge mess. Um,
2: And then more stuff happened.
1: Yeah, and uh, DICE said, hey, we screwed up. And then they shut off all my mic- microtransactions and whatnot. For, for a while. now. For now, yes. For now. Um, until they figure out what's going on. So um, but reviews are starting to come in and most of them are kinda kinda meh. I haven't seen anybody give it like a really great review. So um, Nope. Polygon gave it a I think Polygon gave it the highest of the ones that I looked at. I think they gave it like a seven. GameSpot was
0: like... Which is
2: good. It is good. I mean, good. For, by most people, by most 10-point scales, yeah. a 7 is good. So I, I accept that it is a good game.
1: Yes. GameSpot gave it a 6. Um, IGN, which is good. I, believe,
2: I think that's mediocre for them.
1: Yeah. IGN, I believe... Well, IGN broke the review into two pages. Why? Why? Because like they want
2: people to, because they want to get two clicks <laughs> for the people I, that I only know, want to look at the score. I,
1: I know exactly why. I just hate. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, I'm sorry. Do that. I'm um, sorry.
2: I was, I was, uh, I should have known that you knew. Yeah. Mansplain. I was exactly. mansplaining.
1: Yeah. So they gave it. My bad. A 6.5. Yeah. So, Which is
2: good on their scale also.
1: Yeah. So on Metacritic, it's sitting at 69.
2: Uh, What's the user at right now, Bella?
1: Though. The user. Um, yeah, on Metacritic. What's
2: the user? Are you on metacritic.com or do you just want um, to take the notes?
0: Yeah. Uh, I the, at
2: one point, the user was like one. It was just awful. The 51
1: critics. User score. <laughs> well, um, oh. the user score is a 0. 0.9. <laughs> Yeesh. Um,
2: <laughs> none of that surprises me. I mean, the reality yeah. is you can always expect that users are going to be obnoxious about some of this stuff. Yeah. But part of me is kind of like all right so they took out the microtransactions yeah which first off the number of people on my own wall who i had to like in my friends list who um defended the game by saying microtransactions are still in and complaining about microtransactions um ruin you know that doesn't ruin the game cuz i didn't spend any money and i can still you know, kick yeah. butt in multiplayer, and me being like, No, I know for a fact that they removed them. How did you spend money? And he goes, Well, I spent $60 and then I earned all these crystals, and then I spent the crystals on the things. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> no, so th- you just can't buy crystals anymore, guys. That's, that's what that means. Yeah, um, and there you're just going to be able to buy crystals in like 6 months. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to let everybody get it out of their system and then when the game slows down, then they'll add the microtransactions and then it'll be fine ish. It'll it yeah. won't be fine, but then it won't then the whole pay to win thing won't matter because everybody will already be playing it. That's going to play it. Like nobody's going to pick it up late. Yeah. Um but I can't imagine that I, I, they screwed this up so hard. Like, how do you <laughs> screw up Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Like, I get that they screwed up Need for Speed Payback. That was stupid. But, like, I get that they screwed that up. But, like, Star Wars, bruh? Like, yeah. Battlefield 1 was one of the best-selling games of last year, and it came out in, like, November. Like, yeah, you know? Like, just shut up and make your buckets of money. It's just... <laughs> I normally am a, like a huge corporate apologist. I have been on the show a number of times. Yeah, I, I was on the Gamers with Joms podcast where they where I was like, nope, it's fine. I don't care. Spent you know, charge the money. Microtransactions are okay because they gotta they gotta get paid. And now I'm just like, you know what? Screw you guys.
1: Yeah. There yeah, comes a
2: point where even I can't be an, a, an apologist anymore, yeah. and I work in health insurance, people. <laughs> right.
1: Um. Yeah. So. So for me, I don't mind them. It's just as that was the pay to win thing. And I read it. There was an article where um, um, some type of investment banker was interviewed about this, and um, you know, he brought up the the point that people do bring up, but I don't think bring up enough is that sixty dollars for a game is extremely cheap um relatively um speaking yeah how much it costs to make them and everything (laughs) Mm 60 dollars is really cheap and like you know companies are just trying to get more money up above that because nobody can raise um the price like it has to be sort of like everybody's got to agree for anybody to raise the price so um yeah, so the sixty dollars—that's been in place for a while, and it's definitely due to be up.
2: Xbox, when the Xbox three sixty came out, yeah, is when they raised it to—is fi- when they raised it from fifty from the PS from the Xbox, uh, the original Xbox, and the PS two went to sixty bucks. And I remember, I remember the outcry. I remember when the PS three and the Xbox three sixty came out, and I was like, "All right, games are sixty bucks." My wife said to me, "Well, I guess you're not buying games anymore." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> It's only ten dollars, and you know what? If they went up to ch- just just charge seventy bucks, guys, yeah. just charge seventy bucks. Yeah. I, I I think that a good healthy number of the people would just do it, mm-hmm. and everybody else would bitch while they do it because <laughs> right. you might be, you know, like yeah, more,
0: yeah.
2: I, I mean. There are a lot of people that spend $100 on, like, the big collector's editions anyway.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: So if they just raise the base price of the game, most people will just pay it or they'll just buy it used or do whatever they're doing. Like. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's $10. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's some people that can only afford, like, one game every couple of months. And, you know, and that's true. But you know what? And there's some people that only get, like, one game a year. But if it's only one game a year, it's only $10. That's. Right. Less than a large Big Mac meal,
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> or going, uh, to, yeah. or going or to the movies, which is entertainment movies. that was, only stand- yeah. lasts for two hours or two yeah. and a half or whatever. You know, I love that ago. that
1: Stephen's um, first point of reference, is the first references of McDonald's, it's a Big Mac meal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Or a burrito, or a, or like three burritos. I mean, what do you want? Of course, it's food because I'm on this podcast. I'm the captain of Team Fat. Shout out to Greg Miller.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. So yeah. So that's Battlefront. I still don't know if we're gonna get it or not. Um. I we brief- are not. I briefly I talked broke the news to, Isaac to Evan about it. Um. Well, Did he
2: have an opinion?
1: Um, he had a, had a problem with the um the microtransactions on top of the base game, um, which is you know it's a little more um of aggressive of an opinion than than mine. Like I'm okay with them on top of the base game. I just think they need to not affect gameplay. You know, they need to be yeah, co- cosmetic and things like that. When that's it makes fair. things
0: imbalanced, once you yeah. imbalance the power between who pays and who doesn't, it's a difference.
1: Yeah.
2: What, yeah, so what, what did Isaac think? Game. I'm super curious about his opinion. Was he I just a told bit you. more?
1: I just told you. He was not – he thinks that there should not be microtransactions oh, okay. on top You're of serious. the cost of the base game. Right. Granted – got to forgive
2: me. I'm stupid, <laughs> and I didn't hear – I didn't understand that that's what he said.
1: Oh, okay. Um, but he's also obviously in the camp that games are too cheap, so – yeah. yeah. So there's that. That's what I think pretty much what any game developer is going to tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I well, I mean, he
2: sees the spreadsheets. I mean, we don't even. Well, I mean, I'm sure no. you maybe have seen one. I've never no. seen a spreadsheet. He doesn't so see the So I spreadsheets. absolutely believe it.
1: Yeah. How, well, how much power pra- do you think he has? Programmers don't see spreadsheets, except for it's code type stuff that they do. They aren't okay. like privy to any sales, anything. I'm
2: su- I'm sure they know like how much stuff costs. I'm sure he has an I he has more of an idea than me, is what I really am getting at.
1: Oh yeah, maybe. I mean he I think he had a really good idea of how much stuff costs um when he was working at the indie dev uh in California. Yeah. Right now I don't think he has any clue. Although he did mention to me a... Uh, I'm sure
2: he has some clue. I'm yeah. sticking up for Isaac here. Okay, yeah. I give him a lot of trash he you did know, know, about he, his opinions about Final Fantasy games and things like that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure he has more of an idea than the three of us collectively yes. about how much it costs. That's all yes, I'm saying.
1: Yes. I mean, he did know a very specific number about how much it costs to do a closed beta for two hours on a weekend. Um, and that wasn't cheap. <laughs> um, but anyhow... Um, uh, anything else about Battlefront that we want to talk to? It seems like the campaign is, has been, um, it's been meh too, but Polygon seemed to be pretty positive, um, on the campaign, which is really the only thing that I care about with the game anyhow. I would to play multiplayer. So. I
2: hadn't heard anybody say it was bad. Yeah. I heard people say that it was good or that it was okay. Yeah. Um but I haven't heard anybody I also haven't heard anybody say that it's like blowing their socks off.
1: Right. Yeah. So
2: So that probably yeah. tells us all we need to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um one of the things said that it was like fan service. I'm like, "Well, what the what the hell do you expect?" Of course they're going to do fan service stuff. It's Star Wars. Like
0: The Force Awakened
1: was like complete fan service. Like, come on, people. Anyhow. um, So that's that. So if you've got Battlefront 2, let us know what you think. Send an email to GamingWithTheMoms at gmail.com or tweet at us at GamingWithMoms. So speaking of games that were available back in the day, uh, Uncharted is 10 years old now. That's crazy, it is crazy i refuse <laughs> to
2: accept i refuse <laughs> to accept that
1: yeah, um, so in celebration of uncharted's uh tenth birthday, you can get a bunch of little um uh little themes and whatnot um on playstation four for free so there's there's yeah. quite a few there's like a full theme, there are some uh packs um costume packs and whatnot, and then they also um are having something else? Oh, oh, here we go. Points and relics in Uncharted 4 um, are going to be uh, discounted until December nineteenth. So how neat! If you like Uncharted, uh, you can grab some stuff for free. I mean, I like it, but I don't think I like it enough to grab any of these other things unless they look really cool, which sometimes is the case. But
2: yeah, I'm gonna go download the pack. Yeah, like tonight, just because. Why not?
1: You yeah. Know.
2: They're free for now. They won't be free later. Yeah. May as well download it, drop it in my account. You never know when I'll feel the spirit tell me that I need to have an Uncharted 4 theme on my PS4.
1: <laughs> have, you, have you even played any of those games, Steven?
2: Uh, I played about two hours of Uncharted 2. Okay. <laughs> um, It's not that I don't want to play them. It's just there's so much other good stuff. and Yeah. Also... That he shoots a lot of people. <laughs> and so I have to be very choosy about my shooting people in the head games.
1: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, I would tell you that Tomb Raider would be above Uncharted. Uh Listeners can probably. Yo,
2: that game is so messed up.
1: <laughs> Which one?
2: That game. I've played the Tomb Raider.
1: Okay. Both the of the new them? Tomb Raider. Oh, okay.
2: Not the newest one. Is the newest one more gruesome than the first one? Because the first no, one was no. pretty messed up.
1: oh Rise of the Tomb Raider? No, the head yeah. count in Rise of the Tomb Raider is more than the first one. Definitely Damn. more. Because the first yeah. one
2: was really high. So yeah. but I played the first one and I'm I'm gonna play the second one.
1: Yeah, it's good. I love eventually this, like the story of the first one, um a little bit more than the second one. But anyhow, we're getting off topic there a little bit, but that's okay. Um well, people not a, expect that now. Yeah, there's not a ton of news um anyhow because we're heading That's into the time. the lull. Yes. Yeah. Um so Pokemon Go is going to be having another event. Go figure. Um and it's happening uh, definitely as as you're listening to this because it's happening as we're recording it. So from <laughs> no, from the November 20th through the 26th, the Pokemon Go Global Catch Challenge uh is going to give you prizes based on how many um pokemon collectively are caught by everybody in the world and uh that number is actually literally billions like they want people to collect at least one billion pokemon (laughs) to give out some of these prizes um it's crazy um but the one of the things that's notable is that you're gonna see um some Pokemon outside of their normal region, um, which, you know, will give you a chance to catch them without having to go to Korea or something like that. Um so
0: useful. So yeah. <laughs> I mean
1: I'm sure that there is somebody who has done that. I'm positive I'm sure there's there is at least has, one yeah. person who has gone to Korea to catch the Pokemon there. Um but anyhow. So, I so there's <laughs> yeah um so there's that um this is also kind of a funny story that was on polygon uh which was interesting in that um and we'll get to you know the most recent thing on this date but november 21st uh, nintendo has released lots and lots of things on november 21st <laughs> throughout the years so like they've got this whole list i'm gonna go down a little bit F-Zero, Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Yoshi's Cookie, Donkey Kong Country, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver, Sin and Punishment, which I don't even know what that is, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire, Pokemon Coliseum, The DS, Metroid Prime Hunters, Super Mario 64 DS, Donkey Kong Country Returns, Super Mario 3D World, Pokemon, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Smash Brothers for Wii U, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, and then today, we are recording on the 21st, by the way, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp has been released. So that's a lot of stuff to have been released on the same date. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Uh Yeah, I mean, uh, granted this is over like... See whatever. See oh, so F zero was uh, in nineteen ninety, so that's how many. Uh, kind it's of, almost
2: thirty years. Yeah. Almost thirty years. I mean, it is one of the days before. I mean, cons- it yeah. it, th- it makes sense. Yeah, considering that it's near Black Friday. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And so
2: Nintendo is really good at just dropping that bomb right before.
1: Yes. Just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes.
2: They're really good at that. And this yeah. year they did it with, I mean, they basically did it with Mario Odyssey.
1: Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is out now. I've been playing it mm-hmm. since I learned that it was out. Um, actually, I downloaded it and couldn't start playing it because I was, I had volunteered um, to help out in the book fair at Anna School. So I'm like, man, now I got to go do my volunteer time at the book fair, Um, which uh, it's it's not it's not terrible, but they bring in the classes, um, you know, from their classroom. They can come in and look and buy stuff and all that kind of stuff so they don't have to do it like after school. Um, And so I was there. There were three different classes that came in during the time when I was there. There was a third grade, a fourth grade and a sixth grade, I think. And man, oh man, I have not been around large groups of children enough to be prepared
0: for- <laughs> to be ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> like in the the
1: poor librarian, she's like, "Please don't run, don't run, don't run." <laughs> and then there was these these kids were doing this like it was this really annoying thing that they thought was hilarious, where they were like, "I can't even remember what it is now," but it made me want to like pull my ears off my head. Um, <laughs> I kept, like, pointing to random books and going, look at this dude. And then they go up and do it to another one. And I'm like, dude, I don't want you to look at any more
0: dudes. Please, just stop. But, yeah. Dudes with the duding. Yeah. It um, could
2: be worse. I guess. It could have been dabbing. Be I mean, that's what
0: I thought you were going to say, actually. I thought for sure that was going to be the thing.
2: Because let me tell you.
0: Get enough around you enough. You
2: don't understand until you have a, a. Oh my God, they <laughs> just do it nonstop, nonstop. And now, admittedly, I encourage it in some ways. When we were at the wedding the other week, I took a picture of myself and my son dabbing in our tuxes together. That's different. Like they, it's supposed to be a celebration. That's what Cam Newton, the football player, did to it. He made it a celebration. You don't need to celebrate like eating a chicken nugget, or like <laughs> you don't then? like. The, the, it is the dabbing is like the participation trophy of end zone dances, and I'm <laughs> done with it. But and I I've tried, but I can't ground them or anything for dabbing because it's not really bad. But like,
1: yeah,
2: I just can't wait for them to find a new thing, and I I, I just they just need a new thing. Yeah. And it's awful. Listen, your
0: wife saying that at the start of this school year, she's like, "When's a new thing going to happen? I need to be over." This.
2: And it hasn't happened yet. Right? And it's almost. That's it's almost was... Christmas break. You know? Like, oh, it is. Guys, <laughs> tweet at us if you feel bad about the dabbing,
0: because there are
2: other people that listen to this. I know that have children who dab too much. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god! You
0: should make a Facebook group.
2: Facebook uh, parents For of children parents
0: who, with kids who dab too much.
2: Who dab too much? <laughs> oh my friend. god! <laughs> like it's just like, come on, guys, come on!
1: Yeah, I mean, it
2: was funny initially, and sometimes it they just don't understand that they're that it's they need to they need to time it correctly, right? <laughs> you know, like it, it would loses be hilarious
0: vitality.
2: <laughs> yeah, now they need to do it ironically,
0: right. like when right. I
2: say things like totes. And, and when I say things like, I, c- I literally can't even, right? Like, I should not be saying things like, I literally can't even, <laughs> right? Like, I can't, but when I do it, it's to be ironic, because then it's right. funny. But if I did it literally all the time, people would be like, Steve, what's wrong with you? And I'll be <laughs> like, well... You know, like I'm basic. I can't help it. And it's just so, it just got, and I try to convince them and they won't listen. So at (laughs) least the kids in that book fair were not dabbing.
1: Right. There was one, um, one kid that was, this made me so happy. He was wearing a t-shirt that said tough guys wear pink and it was a pink shirt. And I'm like, that gives me all the feels. That is just fabulous. (laughs) Mm-hmm. um sure and, and he seemed to be popular amongst his friends too yeah. it's just so funny like i'm rem- remembering sort of all this stuff that like i was into as a kid because i like these huge like posters that you can get with a unicorn or with kittens and cute sayings and um there were two girls that were talking about how they they should get the same journal because that would be so cool if they had the same journal and their friends and I'm like, wow, man, how long is this going to happen till Anna? And it's, I, actually, it's already happening with her. She hasn't her best friend that she has made already. She says that they're BFFs. She was asking what BFF meant the other day. um, And Isaac told her. So she said they're BFFs and um, already, like, um, they're doing the same things. Because Anna, like, we have her purchase her lunch every day because I just don't pack lunches that's not something that i ever want to do um i suppose if if anna had a health issue that would be one thing but no she buys her lunch every day and apparently her friend bought with her um which she normally doesn't So she came home and i'm like well which lunch did you have and she's like oh yeah i had the pizza and pia bought two and we were all the same and i'm like wow <sighs> the thing that i'm worried yep. about with anna though is that she's very um What's the word I want to use for it? She doesn't have any siblings, so she kind of likes to, like, drive everything herself. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad for this little girl because I feel like Anna is sort of – um I can't even think well, of the word. Have
2: you seen the two – well, I mean, she's an alpha.
1: Right, There's exactly. A wor- yeah.
2: There's a word for that, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Um, um, but she's that. But if she's an alpha, then it could be, um, it could be fine because you don't yeah. know what the other girl because the other girl could be an alpha too, and they could just no, alpha at each other. I
1: don't think she is. We went trick or treating with her. Um, okay. So yeah. So I like totally think that then she's um, probably fine. Yeah. It was funny because um, her dad <laughs> was like saying like, "Oh, they always love to play dragons." And so, when he said that, like I knew that that isn't an Anna thing that is what she tries to get people to play with her all the time is dragons, so G-
2: Regina, where did that come from?
0: Yeah, I wonder. <laughs>
2: this dragon thing like I'm just this trying to dragon th- I mean, you're the doctor
0: you're origins. the
2: doctor yeah. <laughs> can you can you suss out where this dragon nonsense came from?
0: Yeah, the um, make believe <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was puff, right. <laughs>
1: No, she she does all this kind of weird stuff. We actually got into a bit of um an issue at her um uh her uh, aftercare thing. It's called champions. She goes there after school and it's it's really cool because it's basically like it's more school um for the most part. But we ran into an issue there because she is like telling a dragon story and she's like, you know, Brother Bear bit his sister and then the sister died. And I'm like Oh jeez, yeah. You don't we don't say that word at school yeah. <laughs> ever. Like it's it's okay if you say it here in our presence right. at home. That's okay. Do not say it at school. So
0: so we've had the first one of those. <laughs> so yeah I, yeah, I emailed Spoilers, that.
2: you're gonna have a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, especially when they're sensitive and tuned in or you're having you know, they play games and things like that. I think they're yeah. more likely to learn the phraseology of it than yeah. they might be otherwise.
1: Yeah. Well, she yeah. already, I mean, she doesn't do it all the time, but she already, like, swears. And for us, it's like, they're just words, you know? I mean, yeah. we don't try to, like, uh when, when she's with some of my other friends' kids, then we try to keep it, you know, under yeah. control. But for her, like, we're like, whatever, you know? um she hasn't done it at school at least to my knowledge but one reason why i knew that she did this and she was using it all of the phrases in complete correct <laughs> manner is she was building something out of legos in her room and i heard it fall over because i heard that you know the crash sound Ryan. that legos make when they fall over and she's all like i don't want to say it all in here but she's just like, <laughs> oh like god damn it this thing. (laughs) It was just so funny. Because it's coming out of a sweet little mouth and a high-pitched voice, and it's just... (laughs) It's just hilarious. Anyhow.
2: (laughs) Listen, man, when kids... Sometimes when kids cuss, it's funny. Other (laughs) times, you're at church. (laughs)
0: Other times, you're at church.
2: I've been very lucky.
0: Not Well, yeah, you guys don't run into that
2: problem. So, Uh, um, the... uh, I... I am very fortunate that none of my friends' children have learned curse words from me uh-huh. um, because I intentionally, like, every time I see them, I yell, dude. And so they, they learn dude from me. <laughs> and that's it. So that's why I'm Uncle Dude. But they don't um, – and I'm fine with that. I'll be the big Lebowski. It's cool. I'm fat like that. So. <laughs> Um, I don't do enough weed, but it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine, and they um, it's not legal in Connecticut yet. So what are you gonna do? But um, but they so they haven't learned any curse words from me yet, and they're all very grateful because I do curse, and I do you know, I I, I try to rein it in around children, but it's hard.
1: Yeah, for me though, I, I they're just words. I just I, I I don't even know how this sort of got into the public consciousness that these words were bad. Um, like, I don't even know. Anybody out there knows, like, when in history this started? I would love to know that. Um, just for...
2: Google has somebody that wrote a paper on it.
1: Yes, probably. Probably. Um, okay, so, we have a question this week. Yay! Um, Wait, before
2: the question, we do have another news update.
1: Okay, go, go for it.
2: Not that I'm not excited about the question, but, um... November, uh, first off, uh, Marvel heroes is shutting down. So if you play Marvel heroes, the Diablo with Marvel superheroes, um, it's closing end of December, but everything's free. So if you wanted to play it, go play it. Now you get, you know, a month and a half. Also Splatoon two is getting a huge update starting on the 23rd, including four new maps, uh, a new salmon run stage, 140 pieces of gear, Two new songs, four new hairstyles, and the level cap is being doubled-ish from 50 to 99. And the biggest change, the change that will literally bring my family back to the game, you can finally change equipment in the lobby without having to leave the lobby to change weapons. Mm -hmm. My family has a thing where we like to pass the controller from game to game to game because then everybody gets a turn every Twelve minutes or so because there's four of us, yeah. um, but it sucks because then we all have to use the same gun and we don't all like the same gun. Jacob likes to use a roller. I like to use the umbrella thing because it's the shield, etc., etc. Um, and now we and then we all had to agree. Now we don't. We can all change equipment whenever we want. Nice. Um, all that is rolling out soon. And then there is a new competitive mode called Clam Blitz. Which is a very, very unfortunate name. Um, that that one didn't localize well, guys. And uh, that comes out in mid-December. Okay. So, big-time Splatoon update. Um, so if you were... And they're putting it all out there now to get it more exciting to make people want to buy it for the holidays. I'm telling you, if you want to switch, Splatoon 2 is a really freaking good game. Especially if your kids want to play shooters, but you don't want to buy them shooting in the head games. You can play this one, you're shooting ink around, and it's fine. Everything's fine. This is a great game.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I've talked about Splatoon plenty. I love Splatoon.
1: Yes. Yeah, I saw that it was getting an update, but I didn't know how huge it was.
2: Yeah, I didn't think it was either. I ignored the email until a couple hours later when someone sent me a text message, and I was like, what do you mean it was big? And then I looked at it, and I was like, holy crap, that is big.
1: Yeah, everybody kept their headlines sort of... uh Sort of mellow about that because I saw the yeah, polygon. No, this is huge, it's like, yeah. Splatoon 2 update. I'm like, okay, well, it's yeah, an fine.
2: Update. So, te- the, yeah. I mean, a gun is technically an update, but no, yeah. 140 pieces of equipment. The big deal is they're adding winter gear because they're trying mm-hmm. to like do it where they add things based on the season, which uh-huh. I think is cool. Um, but they're also adding a bunch of highly requested equipment from the previous game, which is a pretty big deal. Mm. Cool. From an aesthetic standpoint, yeah. you can customize everything. But, you know, some people really like their, the game is really all about clothes. It's all about dressing up. Yeah. So now you got choices. So there you go. Now the question.
1: Well, actually, I just remembered something that um, that we didn't mention last week that had already come out. So, or it's not out yet, but it was announced. that so The next expansion for Hearthstone has been announced. It's called Kobolds and oh, Catacombs. Yeah um it's going to be coming in mid december uh last week's tavern brawl gave you a pack from the expansion so once again yep. it sits in your pack thing saying oh Bending. you can open me in mid december mm-hmm. so um, yeah <laughs> so they've been revealing um a bunch of the cards um so you can find that on um on the hearthstone site on blizzard so uh mm-hmm. So yeah, it's cool. I mean, I haven't read up a ton on it, but I just know that it's happening. Um, I think if you probably want the full information, in you know, want even deeper information besides what there would be on the official site, I recommend that you listen to Steve Lubitz's podcast, which is called "Off Is It Off Curve."
2: Is it's called it "Off Curve," Off and it's Curve. a brilliant use of his commute time because he records right. it while he's driving. Um, engage family gaming has set our collectible card game Meister to the task. So the day or so after the release or somewhere around there, we will have a relatively deep dive into the mechanics. So you'll know there. Cool. Cool. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's coming out. Um, Yeah. yeah, so that, so now we can move on to the question, um, which came to us from Jason Levy. Jason actually sent us an email, um, about a month ago talking about his experience finding the snes classic and that's totally on me i hadn't checked the email account for a while because we never get questions so (laughs) i'm like sorry so um so i so he has a question again and i want to make sure that that we get it and so um he wants to know as parents of young children what sort of limits do we set for kids when it comes to playing games and he talks a little bit about Um, his situation, he has a five-year-old, plays Mario, Nintendo-type games, or some of the Lego um, superhero games, and um, he always sort of watches what he plays, sometimes plays with them. He's not allowed to play anything with guns, um, or anything that's rated T. Like, even with the Lego um, superheroes thing, like, if he gets a character who uses a gun, he has to switch to playing a different character. So, um, So that's um, so that's the question. I'll go ahead and start um, with Anna. Uh, Probably most of her kind of uh, individual gaming or solitary gaming is on the iPad. She doesn't use the consoles or anything at all um, for her solitary gaming. We keep that down to a couple hours. Um, But most of what she plays on there, too, is educational. Um, About 75 percent of what she does is educational and she does it educate she picks that stuff without being prodded by me or my husband which is fantastic um learn with homer i'm just gonna give them a plug right now because that's where she goes back every time learn with homer is amazing uh amazing app for kids learning how to read just learning how to read and um it's a it's a yearly subscription i think it's 75 for the year but you can personalize it with your kids interests and You know, takes down all of this information about um, where they are at skill level as far as reading and recognizing numbers and letters. And you enter all that in and then it gives you like a personalized path, quote unquote, for your kids to play. So that's a really cool one. She comes back to that a lot. She also plays Animal Jam a lot. Like I said, we keep it to like a couple hours. But recently, the majority of her gaming has been sitting with my husband um playing Final Fantasy fifteen or uh Mario Odyssey more recently. Although they're back to Final Fantasy fifteen because the update um came out. Um so and that I don't put a limit on at all because that's that's family time with her dad. So yeah. there's no reason to limit that. Um so that's me. So what about you guys?
0: Uh I think we do something pretty similar. Um I I find now that my daughter is in all-day preschool, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not as worried about her screen time because she's not as interested in it as she was before, Mm. which I think is partly that she's just used to um, being out of the house and having more stimulation, so she's not seeking it uh, from the screen as much as she had been before, which is kind of a relief. Because we did have some times where she would get to the point where it was all she wanted to do, and then I'd like Mm. not have her do it for a while. Um, a kind of a you know touch and go trying to figure out how to do things um so at this point she probably does less than an hour a day of any kind mm. of screen time yeah. um from t v and like iPad, most of the gaming she does is just like you said, educational yeah. um I'm still a big fan of the um endless adventure series that you can get on the ipad um uh-huh. endless words and endless numbers and, right right. Um, I think it started with Endless Alphabet. She's playing the one yes. now where um, it's Endless Words, where um, she can't, she has to put the letters in the correct order. Order, yeah. And it has a whole map that you're kind of going through yep. and all this whole underground thing. And she just yeah. absolutely loves that right now. But she's doing a lot with letters at school. So that's um, kind yeah. of reinforcing what she's been learning. Um, I find TV watching to be different than gaming or being on the iPad where she will take come and you know, come and go and like play other things while the TV's on, whereas she won't when she has the iPad. Mm-hmm. Um she only watches Chris and I playing Pikmin mostly. <laughs> um but I'm thinking this weekend over the holiday of introducing her to Raymond Legends and mm-hmm. seeing if she can control the little fly person on the gamepad. Yeah. So she's got the touch screen abilities down. And so I'm going to see if she can maybe manipulate that and kind of like have a game that we can all play together to start. Cool. So, yeah. So I think we're in the same things. I think it's different for each kid. I yeah. think that, you know, there's a lot to be said for how you end screen time. That's really the big thing for me. Yeah. Is not to just be like, you know, we're done or whatever, because they need the time to transition out of it. And I just read an article the other day that was talking about. Instead of giving, like, even the countdown, because, like, the, that's what a lot of people do, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever, countdown yeah. to it, uh, that said one of the really good ways to ease out of screen time is to ask what they're doing and sit, and if they're watching a video or if they're playing a game, ask them about it before you end the screen mm. time so you can deflate a little bit more gently. Mm, then you engage then it becomes about engaging with you as opposed to giving up this thing that they're getting so much pleasure from so i mean in terms of like how it works in the brain the engaging with them about it and i've done that quite a few times since then and it works like a charm like i'll just be hey what's going on and what are you doing and she'll show me what she's playing in her game or she'll show me what video she's watching and we'll watch it for two or three minutes and i'm like okay it's time to go do this and she's like all right let's go instead of you know Right. The meltdown crying, oh, my God, this is the end of the world thing, which we right. hadn't had as much of, but still triggers sometimes because yeah. your brain is going from that pleasure seeking that you get from the screen to whatever's next. And so the abrupt changes are hard on your brain's chemistry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. I, I mean, as you said, too, it's kind of it's almost just regulated just by school time. Mm-hmm. So it like makes a big the, difference. By the time uh, we get, Aunt, like I said, she does an after school thing. So by the time... I pick her up and bring her home there's probably half hour maybe right. an hour before we have dinner mm-hmm. um and at that point like i'm totally okay with her sort of um i'm to say like <laughs> vegging out but like yeah, me too she's <laughs> been at, she's <laughs> been at school with so no much stimulation
0: anything. and yeah. so much interaction yeah. with the other kids and the yeah. teacher and the learning and all the other things that i'm kind yeah. of like if she wants to use half an hour of time for you know youtube kids go for that um i have issues with the youtube kids app but that's a whole nother issue that we can take up at another time um (laughs) it really needs to have better controls on it but that's
1: Mm. my opinion
0: yeah (laughs) we ended up taking youtube off of the ipad
1: so anna doesn't watch videos Mm. at all um and the funny thing is, is she hasn't watched tv in like Like, maybe once since she started school, just because Mm, of the way that, you know, the schedule is now. And when Isaac's home, she's playing Final Fantasy or something with him. So, yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. Um, All right, so that's us. Yeah. Steven, what about you?
2: So... I have three kids of three different ages and at three development levels. So it's, it's, so it's a little different. Um, You know, I have a five-year-old who's probably in the same boat as uh, she's not five yet, but she will be in less than a month. So um, I think the, you know, it, it, we kind of hit the nail on the head before, right? Like every parent knows their kid better than I do. So um, it, we don't really have, Significant content controls, Um, you know, specifically, you know, he talked about not being allowed to use guns. Um, They learn enough about guns on the news that shielding them from them in games is uh, pointless to me. They have active shooter drills at school once every other month. So guns exist. And so we don't worry about taking them away um, because Whatever. At least they're good guys. Um, So we aren't so worried about that. With that said, um, you know, my older son, who is 11, um, I give him a lot more leeway as far as what he plays, but he has to be very careful about what he plays with his brother and sister in the room. So, for example, when he stays up late, he can play Destiny. Um, which by all accounts is, I mean, it's a T rated game, but I mean, it's intense. You're fighting aliens and it's kind of gruesome, but, um, I won't let him play it with his younger brother who is nine, um, because, you know, he doesn't need to see that. Um, as far as time restrictions, historically, uh, I actually haven't limited them outside of the fact that, you know, they have practical limitations. They have to do their homework and stuff like that. I mean, my oldest son is in a gifted program and both of my other kids are, Uh, you know, doing well grade-wise. So as long as I do the work, I really haven't pushed it too hard. However, um, you know, actually recently we canceled cable and um, are limiting specifically video game time to the weekends just because Mm -hmm. uh, they were using it irresponsibly. um, Mm -hmm. Because I really believe in, you know, media is... You know, reading too many books is just as bad for me, as far as I'm concerned, as playing too many video games. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, it's all about balance. And the reality is that all these toys, they weren't taken care of and they weren't going outside to play specifically because my wife closed the daycare. So they aren't going outside to play as much. So they were just coming home and either pulling out the Switch and playing whatever was the flavor of the day or and just not doing anything productive other than their homework. And I was like, guys, you got your academics good, but you got to do some other stuff. Um, And um, specifically, they were getting kind of an attitude about it. Um, Mm. And I think one of the things that hit me this weekend and you know when i read this question i was like you know i want to talk about it that video games are luxury entertainment products mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there are a lot of kids specifically my own and i and i recognize being that i run a media website and get a lot of these things for free that i'm kind of in a place of privilege but holy crap are they in a place of privilege right. um and so I think that it's that part of the limiting of video games and media, and this was kind of an awakening, literally, that I had while driving home from Philadelphia. Is that um, this is you know like limiting media isn't necessarily about like protecting their brains and things like that. Like I'm not worried about that at all. Um, We talk plenty about the media that, but it's kind of like, dude, you got to understand how cool it is that you Mm -hmm. have this, and that there are lots of kids that don't. Um, And I know that sounds kind of You know, kind of preachy, but, like, you know, these games are expensive. You know, they're cheap compared to how they are to make, but games are expensive, and they're luxury entertainment products. Um, And there are kids in the world that um, they play soccer because all they can do is strap some garbage together and they can kick it. So, like, shut up and put your laundry in, in the laundry basket. Because so you can play your thousands of dollars with a video game. So um, I think that's a big piece of what we're doing. I know that's kind of a tangent, but it just hit me. So I wanted to talk about it at some point. Um, You know, I think what what is that was Jason that sent in that question. Yeah, I totally respect everything him and his family does. I think that's rad that he plays with his son. I mean, he mentioned that at the end and I was like, yeah, because for me, um, it doesn't really matter what you're playing with them. I mean, you just I I just want people want to see people playing with their kids. Because mm, um, yeah. that's yeah. It's family time. You know, context right. matters. You know, vegging out for, you know, vegging out for five hours watching a Teen Titans Go marathon is different <laughs> than, um you know, sitting on your dad's lap playing Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, Which, admittedly, that may be the only father-daughter pairing that does that um <laughs> in the whole world. But, like, it's totally, <laughs> like, they're going to remember that, right? Or, like, yeah. she's going to. Yeah. She's going to think about Noctis and his three buddies when she's, you know, like she's going to have fond memories of those forever. And yeah. you can't, I wouldn't it, it, putting a limit on that just because it's a screen would be crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. who wants to limit parent times? So no, I, I love all of that. So yeah, I know I rambled a bunch, but that's my job. Uh, that's why yeah. I'm here. So, <laughs> um, so good, good on you, Jason. Hopefully we gave you some ideas. Um, yeah. You know, And I I wasn't criticizing your wife's opinion on guns, by the way. If she doesn't want him to see guns, then by all means, protect him from that for as long as he can. Because we live in a very, very dark, scary, and depressing world. Yes.
0: Yes. Scary stuff going on.
2: Keep that kid happy and innocent for as long as you possibly can.
0: Yeah. And um, don't
2: watch The Punisher on Netflix. Just, <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. Okay. I don't know if you were in the mood to watch some Punisher with them as like an intro. Maybe start don't with like Watch Guardi- Deadpool
0: with your kids. yeah. Don't watch Deadpool.
2: Just... Don't watch Punisher. Maybe start with Guardians of the Galaxy. Star Lord has a gun, but he's funny. Yes. <laughs>
0: There's also I would much rather violent, not a lot of blood would, violence.
2: Correct. Yeah. I would much rather my son's first exposure to guns, if I could limit it, would be Chris Pratt. than ryan reynolds or whoever the guy is that played punisher just throwing it out there for jason casey was curious about what net what stuff on netflix to rock and roll with
1: (laughs) okay um all right so um let's move into what we're playing as mentioned earlier in the show animal crossing pocket camp came out today that's what i spent most of my time doing today as i mentioned i couldn't do it until after I was done volunteering, but I played it just as much as I could all the way up until we started recording. Um, <laughs> uh, it's pretty, I still I like actually I'm still just sort of getting you know into all of the gameplay stuff, so it takes a little while to get going. But I'm out. I'm catching my fish. I'm catching my bugs, and they've sort of the fishing uh, mechanic works pretty much exactly like it does in the other games. The bug catching um is different, so um the bug they made the bug catching more like the fish catching, so you sneak up on the bug and then it gives you um a hint that that's the time to swing your net, which was never the case before um and you have your own campsite, you get materials from people, you craft um, furniture and things and uh, if you want some of your in-game friends to come to your campsite, they want you to have a specific type of furniture and all that kind of stuff. Some and then are they super ask super picky. I
0: know <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you have demands over what's in my campsite?
1: What? Yeah. I want a modern sofa right. and a porch swing. <laughs> okay, but I guess um, it's sort of. Came- I mean, I I think that the way that it works is that you don't have to place those items. Like you just have to have. Have oh. them in your collection,
0: okay. um, because
1: I, when I read the text later, it said you must have collected X item, so so you don't have to fill your campsite with five different couches. No, because some of
0: them are, like, six different items, so it's like, jeez, <laughs> not even, you know, to the second place where you can put stuff. I'm supposed to have, like, every, like, square yeah. in my little living room area, like... yeah. Um, <laughs> I
1: haven't really done I mean I opened up the thing to add a friend and it's being silly with like stupid codes that you have to put in. Yeah. Um I don't know how to do that. Just either. irritating. So we'll all have to share our codes <laughs> afterwards. Yes. Um, so um so yeah, but I like it so far. It's pretty cool. Um what else have I been playing? Hearthstone, cooking dash. Um, we got our new TV. Woo! So um so the T V has been completely taken over by Isaac and Anna um playing Final Fantasy on the T V now. Um and Mario on the TV as opposed to just on the small screen. The screen, before. yeah. Yeah. So Anna named her, her character in the multiplayer Final Fantasy fifteen. I think it was I'm gonna get it wrong. It was like Alfonso or something like with the T H like A L T H O N S A. And you know my, my I like that. I know. My husband's like, that kind of fits. Like, you could believe that as a Final Fantasy character name. So. Oh, 100%.
2: 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. In um, fact, that might not be, I mean, that might be a little too weird in some cases. So, like, she might have out Final Fantasy'd Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you, speaking of Final Fantasy, did you, te- are are you guys going to get Tekken because Noctis is a DLC fighter in it?
1: Uh No. 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 No plans.
2: I got excited because Final Fantasy is everywhere. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if Anna is gonna want Noctis every are you guys gonna get the Final Fantasy fighting game?
1: Uh, probably not.
0: Probably not.
1: Yeah. Man. Um,
0: yeah. I wanted I to mean... play
2: multi I wanted to play multiplayer against Anna and have her like use all Noctis all the time and have her just beat me up. <laughs> Come on, that'd be funny actually. We if we had if we had a gamers with gaming with the moms Twitch channel.
0: Yeah, You would do can. it
2: just so we could stream that. You would. Right. Yeah. You would.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay, that's me. Um, Regina, what have you been playing? Uh pretty much the same minus the cooking dash. <laughs> I started um, the um, uh, I can't remember what it's called.
1: The, the Animal Crossing, Crossing this
0: mm-hmm. afternoon. Um, I only got to play for about an hour before we started recording, <laughs> um, but I love it already. I can totally see myself playing many, many hours of it. Um, yes, pretty fun. Um, I'm glad it's mobile finally, and I have something on my phone I can play since I do do uh, since I do a lot of gaming yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Um, or my tablet. Um, it's and, almost
1: kind of bad for me because yeah. the the UI is so small. That I yeah. kind of need my glasses,
0: oh. <laughs> so now I'm gonna
1: have to carry my glasses with me everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, it's like I'm totally gonna turn into like one of those old grannies that with wears the, the glasses around the neck and... on the
0: yeah. <laughs> so. Just get the monocle one, so then you can look cool like holding it while you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Go on. Um the only other thing I've been playing is Hearthstone. I got that same um pack that you were talking about from the next expansion waiting for me from last week's Tavern Brawl. Um which I really enjoyed that Tavern Brawl. I'm trying to remember what it was exactly. Um was the gimmick for it. it was, I don't
1: remember either.
0: <laughs> I don't remember. I just I played it like three times. Yeah, I won the first one I played it like three or four times because I was just like, This is so much fun. Um, I like them when you don't have to make a deck. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, that's the way I am now. Like, I'll I'll enter it, and if it says make a deck,
0: uh-huh. I'm like,
1: nope. <laughs> I'm
0: out. I'll I come still back do next it week. when it's make a deck, but I I like the ones better where I like the ones where you're fighting like some boss guy who's got like a whole bunch of you know that's two like bosses yeah. going against yeah. each other. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will play that multiple times until I get both bosses. But yeah, yeah. so that's that's pretty much pretty much what i've had we're watching cool. a lot of shows right now for the geek embassy so i've been spending right, a lot of time right. catching up did on you, tv
1: did you find someone else to do stranger things
0: with us uh yes i did my friend oh, mark okay. is gonna join us um he's already okay. done i don't know if you're done yet i yeah, i haven't finished yeah, i'm, I'm only on the second episode right now so okay. i still need to finish the series before we can do it so i'm guessing yeah. maybe probably the end of the year we'll be able to do it at the start of okay. next year so yeah. yeah, so that's, that's cool. Uh, you know, announcement for everybody. We're going to be doing a show on Stranger Things. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> All right,
1: Stephen. What have you been playing?
2: Um, most of what I have been playing has been. Um, I'm just trying to think. Most of it has been board games and stuff. Getting ready for Packs Unplugged. Unplugged. So I mean, I already talked about stuff. Fables, mm-hmm. and that's pretty good. Um. I spent all weekend uh, shilling board games for restoration games um, because they actually I was working at their booth to get my badges um, because I am never going to go to a I'm going to go to a uh, to uh, conventions as an exhibitor as opposed to press every time I possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, So much better. Um, But the uh, the biggest thing I want to say is uh, that I got a chance to look at the map for their Fireball Island game because they're remaking Fireball Island. Do you remember Fireball Island? hmm The one with the, the map w- that was uh, vacuum-formed that had the volcano at the top and spit out the marbles? <laughs> no, you absolutely remember it, Nicole. You know it. <laughs> you remember it. Don't be a hater. Um, it's going to Kickstarter in January, so... Um, go to Restoration Games and sign up for the mailing list. You'll like it. Uh, but most of the stuff I played was board games, um, and I talked about most of them on my podcast, so you can listen to Engage, a family gaming podcast this week. I recorded it with my board game editor on the way home.
1: Nice. Good job. So. Cool. Cool. Um, so I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at Gaming with Moms. What? Regina, um, Stephen's uh, daughter is Daddy. entertaining us. By the yeah. way, um, <laughs> um, Regina is from the Geek Embassy. Um, there's a few things going on there. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be at the Geek Embassy yes. soon. I'm gonna be writing about game. Nicole Game of is coming in uh, yes. to write about Game
0: of Thrones for the Geek Embassy. She'll be a full-fledged ambassador starting in the next yes. couple weeks. Yay! Yay! We'll be recording on Stranger Things at some oh point God, in the not-too-distant future. Um, we just wrapped up. The Geek Embassy watches Star Trek Discovery, um, which is an absolutely fantastic series. Um, it had cool. a really rocky start, but it has really hit its pace in the, uh, before, like, the eighth episode it really just kind of like got into it so it's really mm-hmm. good um we're also going to be watching um marvel's runaways which just released on hulu yesterday as well so that's just out we're going to be doing re- weekly recordings of that to kind of intersperse with discoveries out until january 5th 14th or something like that so mm-hmm. We're picking up Marvel now and um we will fit Stranger Things in there. That's why my gaming time is limited. <laughs> because yes. I keep having all these shows I'm keeping up on. <laughs> yes. But make sure to go over and check us out at the Geek Embassy and uh yeah. Got some cool. good stuff up there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um Steven is from Engaged Family Gaming. He just went to PAX Unplugged. What else is going on, Steven?
2: Um mostly Catching up from PAX Unplugged and <laughs> getting ready for um, the PlayStation experience in two weeks. Mm, um, yeah. The uh, I would keep your eye. Well, you you won't see this. Well, this is when is this going up?
1: Hopefully tomorrow. I'm gonna try. Okay,
0: so
2: <laughs> if you see this, if you hear this before Black Friday, and you want some ideas um, tonight, after all my kids going to go to bed, I will be doing a special. Black Friday edition of the uh, EFG show where I will actually go through all of these websites and find video game deals. And you can see that video. Um, I'll probably find some cyber Monday crap too. So it'll probably be worth it no matter what. But if you want to see me stumble through the internet, trying to find good deals on video games, go to my Facebook page, the rest of it, subscribe to the podcast. We are heavily pushing our Instagram channel. We are almost at 600 followers. Nice. Cool. Get there, like it. Um Facebook does not like uh media anymore. So, um, we're moving entirely to Instagram and Twitter just about. So, um I love that you liked our Facebook page. Um like us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter because that's the best place to find stuff about us. Um because Facebook has basically abandoned us. Um abandoned I, have ov- <laughs> I have over I have over 1000 followers. I post stuff and 80 people see it. Um, so it's it's rough out there, folks, and I don't have the budget to promote everything. So, uh, but Instagram, you'll see just about everything, especially if you like my stuff. And I hear rumors that pictures are more entertaining than text, anyway. So you'll you'll know when we're doing cool stuff.
1: Cool. All right, so that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week.
2: Bye. Bye.